This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, lieutenants, when I woke up the morning of December 17th, Wednesday, December 17th, little would I realize that about four and a half hours later, I'd be hearing the President of the United States calling for the normalization of relations with the Kami Pinko Castro Cuba. Would never in a million years that morning thought that was going to happen. Well, you've heard people give their different take on it, but you've really not heard anything until you have this five-star commentary, in my opinion, on what Obama did, on what Raul Castro said, and how we have made this decision at the worst possible moment. Why the worst possible moment? because our negotiating position was about to get extremely strong. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center lieutenant said we welcome you to join us at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007, email address cigardave at cigardave.com, follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Before we get into talking about the events that unfolded with Cuba and Obama and the Castros on Wednesday, first of all, it is my pleasure to welcome from the Western New York Theater of Operations, direct from the Pooch Pit, the birthday Colonel, Colonel Ange Puccio. Greetings, Colonel. <laughs> Greetings, General. Long holiday ashes. Back at you. And I know you had a big birthday yesterday, and we tweeted out a picture of what was awaiting you on your birthday dinner plate, a giant hunk of beautiful meat. Moo. Yeah, it was great, General. It was about a 28-ounce bone-in, dry-aged ribeye. It was just great. Put it on the grill, Pittsburgh style. What a great meal. Best restaurant in town. That's exactly right. Have to agree with the Colonel Ange. I've talked about this many times. You go out to some of these steakhouses, dinner for two, the fixings, libations, you don't get out for less than two fifty, two seventy-five. I'll tell you, Colonel Ange, I'll go get a veal chop, a pound veal chop for maybe twenty bucks. Put it on the uh, big green egg or the Viking grill. Can't beat it. Priceless. It's, it's the best. And as you said, General, you get to have a libation and a cigar through the entire event. Colonel Ange, give us a quick weather report, if you will, from the Pooch Pit up in Buffalo. General, it's a balmy thirty degrees. Uh, Feels like wind chill, probably around 26, a little bit overcast, but in uh, Buffalo in December, it's not bad. Not too bad at all. Well, let's go down from the Western New York Theater of Operations down to the Sarasota Theater of Operations. Voice talent, Ed, you are by your pool. I know it's not 26 degrees down where you are. No, it's it's exactly, uh, actually, I'm in my studio. It's 80 degrees on the patio, so that's, um, that's, that's a little... 
I guess it's pretty standard for this time of year and in, in, in uh, southwestern Florida. Now, you are both, uh, I know, going to light up, have a libation. However, the Portuguese princess, voice talent Ed, I understand has a special recipe she will share with our lieutenants, a holiday recipe. Would you share what the, what the name of that delicacy is? She does indeed. It is called Chipotle Bacon Fudge. Chipotle bacon fudge. It's got yeah. the three essential food groups. Two, really. Absolutely. Sugar and meat. So I think we're yes. good between both of those. All right, well, <laughs> gentlemen, we will get to both of you in just a little bit. Great to have you with us as our uh, our co-host guests today here on the Cigar Dave Show. Lieutenants, without any further delay, big breaking news on Wednesday. Live, local, late breaking. This is a Cigar Dave News Bulletin. Wednesday, high noon, President Obama in the White House, begins a speech talking about normalizing relations with Cuba, or the start of normalizing relations with Cuba. I want to play some excerpts from that speech. Many of you have probably heard some some bits and pieces. Many of you just heard the news that we are opening up an embassy. We're going to have established diplomatic relations with Cuba. Many of you are not familiar with what exactly was said or what it means. Well, I will guide you exactly what it does mean and how I believe we have made a big mistake at a key time. The key to negotiation, lieutenants, is strength. You always negotiate from a position of strength. If you don't have it, your bargaining posture is certainly far weak or weakened. We now are on the cusp of having the most leverage over Cuba probably in over 50 years. Why? Well, number one, the absolute crash of oil down to less than $60 a barrel. About $56 it closed yesterday. $56, $57 a barrel. Venezuela is broke. Who has been the main benefactor for Cuba the last umpteen years with Chavez and now Maduro? Venezuela. Same thing with Russia. Although when Russia... The Soviet Union collapsed and Russia took a little bit of a tumble. Venezuela stepped in when they were flush with petrodollars. Well, oil is not selling for $130 a barrel anymore. It's half of that now, less than half of that. And what that means is that Venezuela, their wonderful experiment in socialism, just like Cuba, is in deep trouble. Venezuela doesn't have the funds to prop up the Castros anymore. Give it 90 days, you will see Maduro and his socialist bunch of thugs overthrown. Take it to the bank. Remember where you heard it. Russia, Putin, big trouble. Can't balance their budget unless oil's at $70, $80 a barrel. It's $56. Do the math. They're going to be in trouble. It's all starting to crater. And then you have Cuba just left on their own island by themselves with no friends Here's the opportunity we had to finally crush these two commie pinko bastards. And what does Obama do? He rolls over. Bad negotiating. So let's take some, let's uh, let's do this. Let's listen, first of all. To, tell you what I want to do. Let's take a short time out because I don't want to, I do not want to be uninterrupted. I want to give Obama's remarks with my remarks, my, my post-Obama uh, remarks. Then we will play excerpts of Raul Castro's speech. And then I will give you my remarks regarding that. Then I will tell you what it means. Because I'm getting emails from people and and been on a number of uh, radio uh, stations and TV stations across the country saying, well, when can we buy our Cuban cigars? Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. So when we come back, 
you will hear in-depth, detailed analysis of what Cuba relations, what Obama's position on Wednesday, his, his rapprochement, what that means for us, and why I believe at this point in time it was a huge mistake. And some of the things that Obama said in his speech absolutely made me apoplectic. And they revolve specifically around a term he used, colonization. We know he's got a colonization bug up his ass. Well, I'm going to debunk that, that colonization bug because it pertains zero when it comes to Cuba. Maybe he should do a little bit of reading of history. So when we come back, lieutenants, Cuba, Obama, Castro, what it all means. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month. Picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com.
moments of the season, Lieutenant. Mick the Brit here, Colonel of the European Theatre of Operations, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a very happy and peaceful New Year. No surprise, Mick the Brit. Cheers. Enjoy your libation. Many, I'm sure, over the holiday season. All right, lieutenants, let's get to it here in terms of Obama. On Wednesday at noon, President Barack Obama in the White House begins the rapprochement with Cuba, opening up diplomatic relations. Certainly the biggest change in 50 years since John F. Kennedy enacted the Cuban embargo. So let's uh, play some excerpts. First of all, here is the beginning of his speech on Wednesday. Good afternoon. Today, the United States of America is changing its relationship with the people of Cuba. In the most significant changes in our policy in more than 50 years, we will end an outdated approach that for decades has failed to advance our interests, and instead, we will begin to normalize relations between our two countries. Through these changes, we intend to create more opportunities for the American and Cuban people and begin a new chapter among the nations of the Americas. Okay, so he starts off uh, a little bit on the upbeat side. Certainly, he talks about an outdated approach has failed to advance our interests. Well, I don't know. Does it fail to advance our interests when we want to prop up thug dictators who brutalize any opposition leaders, any people who disagree with their policies, with two commie pinko bastards who stole people's businesses, money, livelihood, houses, possessions. Is that not in our interest? I think it is in our interest to make sure we stand up against thugs like that. So I disagree with him right from the get-go. He goes on to discuss the policy and its intentions. And though this policy has been rooted in the best of intentions, no other nation joins us in imposing these sanctions. And it has had little effect beyond providing the Cuban government with a rationale for restrictions on its people. I don't really care what other countries do. We're the United States of America. I don't care what China does. I don't care what Russia does. I don't care what Canada does. I care the fact that missiles were pointed from Cuba to the United States at one time. I don't care what any other country does. In fact, Obama should understand the supreme importance of the United States, which he does not. He does not believe in the supreme importance. We are, to quote President George Bush, a beacon of light. We are a beacon of hope for the world. We stand up to tyranny, to oppression, to things that other countries just roll over for. Now, in the next cut that I'm going to play you, President Obama talks about the Castros and the Kami and talking about the embargo policy. Today, Cuba is still governed by the Castros and the Communist Party that came to power half a century ago. Neither the American nor Cuban people are well served by a rigid policy that's rooted in events that took place before most of us were born. Okay, so I was not born. Slavery occurred before I was born. Should we forget slavery? Should we just ignore slavery? World War II and the Holocaust took place before I was born. Should we ignore that? By that rationale that Obama just delivered, we should forget everything that happened before we are born. It's irrelevant. I'm sorry. History is not irrelevant. 
We should not forget it. And I can tell you, talking to many of the people that had to escape Cuba, whether it's the Padrones or it's the Perdomos or it is, it is uh, the, the Toranos, you name it, they will tell you right out. We don't forget. They stole our livelihood, our family businesses. They stole everything we had. And there is a parallel between the Castros, Raul, or specifically Fidel Castro and Barack Obama. Who supported Fidel Castro back in the 50s during the revolution? It was many of the business people. It was many of the intelligentsia in Cuba. The people who had wealth. Why? Because the Batista regime was very corrupt. And Fidel Castro came in saying, I'm going to clean everything up. We're going to have a revolution for freedom with peace. And we're going to clean this all up. He got in. Talked a great message. Talked a great game. What did he do when he got in? Did a 180. Socialized the country, nationalized businesses, banks, industries, stole property, oppressed his people. Barack Obama came to power with the same rhetoric. I'm going to change Washington. I'm going to be a new type of politician. You can count on me to bring people together. Same exact rhetoric as Fidel Castro. Has he brought people together in this country? I don't think so. Has he fundamentally changed this country, taking over health care, implementing incredible amounts of taxes and regulations on business, creating class warfare? You better believe it. No different than the Castro's. The only difference is he doesn't, uh, he doesn't prison his oppressors or his detractors. Although, as we know, we've seen the government go after people that disagree with him. So a parallel certainly could be drawn there as well. It makes zero common sense to me to say that we should take a look at maybe making changes to our policy because this happened long before we were born or he was born. I don't care when he... Let me tell you, if I went to Barack Obama and said, you know what, let's all forget slavery. Let's forget it. Who cares? Hey, you know what, let's forget civil rights. Let's go back to having segregated buses and segregated schools and segregated water fountains. Because look, I wasn't born when that happened. So what the hell? You know what his answer would be, and you know what the right answer would be. That's absurd. We don't care when it took place. We don't forget history in this country. The founding of this country occurred in 1776. The Civil War occurred in the 1800s, well before I was born and you were born. We don't forget it. We make sure we remember it. We teach it because it is an important part of the great history of the United States of America. Now he goes on to talk about the flow of information. Because one of the things that this new diplomatic relationship will bring, pursuant to Obama, is that Cuba has agreed to allow American countries to install upgraded telecommunication systems. And that Cuba will upgrade the flow of information. I believe in the, flee, uh, the free flow of information. Unfortunately, our sanctions on Cuba have denied Cubans access to technology that has empowered individuals around the globe. So I've authorized increased telecommunications connections between the United States and Cuba. Businesses will be able to sell goods that enable Cubans to communicate with the United States and other countries. Do you think by giving Cuba installing one gigahertz or gigabit per second internet connectivity, that all of a sudden the Cuban people are going to be exposed to 
to freedom of press and freedom to surf any website they want. Who the hell are we kidding here? Fidel Castro and Raul Castro and their communist regime will severely limit any access. And by the way, how many Cuban people can go afford a $60 or $70 a month internet connection? None, because the average wage in Cuba is 20 bucks a month plus your food rations. So much for the great 50-year socialist revolution. I don't care what we're going to sell them. Give them all the satellite dishes they want. Give them all the internet connectivity, all the internet switches they want. The Cuban people will never, under this regime, ever be allowed to surf the internet freely. End of discussion. Now, he talks about the embargo, doing the same thing over and over for the past 50 years. I do not believe we can keep doing the same thing for over five decades and expect a different result. Moreover, it does not serve America's interests or the Cuban people to try to push Cuba towards collapse. Oh, yes, it does. It most certainly does. In our is in our best interest to have the Castro regime and the current Cuban Cuban government collapse in its entirety under its own weight. What did I just say a number of minutes ago? Who are the two who is the big benefactor of Cuba right now? Venezuela with their petrodollars. Oh, one thing's happened in the last six weeks. A barrel of oil has gone from $120 a month, $120 a barrel to $56 a barrel. Venezuela is broke. Russia is broke. They can't balance their budget. Venezuela's a disaster area. We've got them right where we want them. They're nuts in a vice. And what does Obama do? He loosens the grip at the exact wrong time. You squeeze their nuts until they are nothing left but smithereens. Worst negotiating president ever in American history. Ever. I'll finish up. A couple other cuts, then we'll go to Raul Castro. You want me to negotiate? Trust me, lieutenants. I'll get there, and the Castros will be done, finished, in 30 seconds, because I negotiate from a position of absolute strength. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Prohibition from Rocky Patel, designed to protest the enemies of pleasure trying to take away our rights to smoke a cigar. They use a Nicaraguan binder and filler wrapped in either a Mexican San Andreas leaf or a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos for the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it.
Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Greetings. Here's a tip for you during this holiday season. You want to keep yourself warm and cozy? Do what I do and hang your stockings by the fireplace, love. Ah, the lovely Ms. Kate. Let's uh, continue on here, wrapping up uh, what Obama had to say on Wednesday regarding uh, normalizing relations with Cuba. We left off talking about the free flow of information. There will be no free flow of information by the the ability of the Cuban people to go and surf and read any newspaper, read anything they want, or watch any network. That is not going to happen. Now, the next cut that I want to play for you, uh, actually, I left off at the, we talked about that, and then we talked about Obama believed it does not serve the interests of the American or Cuban people to continue to try to push Cuba into collapse, which I absolutely disagree with. We want, this is what we've been waiting for for 51 years, for the government of Cuba to collapse, or 53 years, whatever it is. We want the Castro regime to collapse. We want socialism and communism to collapse. We want democracy in Cuba. The Cuban people want it, but they have been suppressed. They've been treated like pigs for the last 54 years, like cattle herded and told exactly where to go and what to do and smile and say, here, we're going to feed you a a chicken you-know-what sandwich and you're going to smile and eat it and think it's steak. We have them on the brink. Venezuela's about to collapse. Russia's going to be broke. And what do we do? Obama extends an olive branch right at the wrong time. Now, next cut I'm going to play for you is what Obama has to say about the history between these two countries. And then he goes into a little tale of colonialism. Take a listen to this. This is how he sets it up. Today, I'm being honest with you. We can never erase the history between us, but we believe that you should be empowered to live with dignity and self-determination. We can never erase the history between us. Well... Let's talk about the history between the United States and Cuba. We fought the Spanish-American War, the conflict between Spain and the United States, but we actually fought for Cuban independence in the late 1800s. That's one of the reasons it was fought in Cuba and in Puerto Rico. We had an American victory. We were the ones, Spain relinquished their sovereignty over Cuba. We fought on behalf of the Cuban people so that they could secede from Spain. So they they weren't a colony of Spain. And listen to what he says in the next paragraph. Let us leave behind the legacy of both colonization and communism. 
the tyranny of drug cartels, dictators, and sham elections. A future of greater peace, security, and democratic development is possible if we work together. Not to maintain power, not to secure vested interests, but instead to advance the dreams of our citizens. What in the hell is this delusional son of a bitch talking about? He is absolutely delusional. Either he does not know history, or he chooses to blatantly ignore it, or both. We fought for three months, two weeks, and four days, the United States and the Spanish-American War. And as a result of that war, Cuba received its freedom and was no longer a Spain, a Spanish colony. We did that. Does he not know that? Perhaps he is ignorant. Maybe he doesn't know how to read. I don't know. Colonization? Who the hell's talking? Since when are we colonizing Cuba? And he says, let's be behind the legacy of colonization and communism? No. I don't want to leave behind that legacy that Castro left the last 50 years. I want to eliminate communism, eliminate socialism, but let's take a look at the damage that it did for the last 53 years to the people of Cuba. They're driving around in cars from 1952. Their power grid is from 1932. And this is the result of a great revolution? Obama is delusional. The right time, or should I say the exact wrong time, for the United States to try to open up and establish diplomatic relations with Cuba is not now. It will be in about 90 days when Venezuela collapses and Cuba is S-O-L and doesn't get petrodollars, doesn't get money, and they're toast. And Russia stops writing them checks as well. Once again, a president that does not know how to negotiate, that seizes the wrong moment at the wrong time. And I'm very, and I know there are plenty of people that say, well, if it hasn't worked, we trade with Vietnam and China. Is China our friend? Is China an ally? Look what they just, they're involved with this North Korean uh, uh, cyber terrorism with Sony. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. Are they our friend? They're not our friend. China's an enemy. I hate the goddamn Chinese. I hate them. Not Chinese people, but I hate the Chinese communists. I can't stand them because they are our sworn enemy. If you think that because we're trading with China that they're our friends, you better think again. The Chinese communist government, they are ruthless dictator thug pricks. So are the Castros. There's one country in the world that will still stand up to these idiots, and it's the United States. I have no problem with the Chinese people. The billion of Chinese people, do you think they want to be living under the, the autocratic rule of maybe, what, 10,000 people that rule the country? Maybe a handful, really, a couple of hundred that crack down on everything? Absolutely not. You think the Cuban people want to live the way they've lived the last 53 years in a communist socialist regime dictatorship? Absolutely not. So who do I hate? I hate the leaders of those countries. I despise them. I have been blatant in saying that the Castros should have been assassinated. Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-il should be assassinated. And I have no problem saying it. Now, other people with no nads say, oh, General, you can't say that. You're advocating killing someone. Yes, because these people treat their own citizens in a barbaric and brutal way.
If we had the opportunity to assassinate Adolf Hitler, we would have taken it a hell of a lot earlier than ultimately having to go through that war. It's that simple. And we're showing that now when we deal with these Muslim fundamentalist and extremist terrorists. You have to kill them. That's all that works. You can't negotiate with them. You have to get rid of them. And that's exactly what we should have done with the Castros. We tried, and we bungled it. But we should have kept trying until we got it right. And people say, well, but, you know, that's a country they decided. No, they didn't decide. He took Cuba in a militaristic way, overthrew the government. So we should do the exact same. And I have no problem so long as a democratically elected government would succeed the Castros. I don't believe we should overthrow the Castros for another communist dictator. No thanks. Now, let's talk a little bit about Raul Castro. He went on right at the same time as Obama, and I, I love it. You know, you're trying the Obama's trying to stand, uh, extend an olive branch. How about dressing up in a regular suit? Instead, Raul Castro shows up in his military fatigues in his office with 1963 wood paneling. It was hip in 1963. It was out in 1967. But that just shows you how far backward Cuba is. So this is what the what uh, Castro had to say about what he calls the economic blockade, the embargo. The economic, trade, and financial embargo, which has led to enormous human and economic damage to our country, must cease. Really? Why? You know what must cease, Raul and Fidel? Is your barbaric treatment of your own citizens. Your oppression of political dissidents, of torturing and murdering people who disagree with you. That is what should cease. Then we can talk about the embargo. Now, he goes on in the next cut that I will play for you, which is about midway through his speech. He talks about what the president can do. Well, apparently he's not aware of what the president can and cannot do, just like Obama, on many occasions, is not aware of what his legal powers are. Although the measures of the embargo have now been codified into law, the President of the United States has the executive authority to modify its implementation. No, he does not. He most certainly does not. The embargo is a result of the Helms-Burton Act of 20 years ago, passed by both houses of the both the uh, branches of the, of the of the Congress, the House and the Senate, and signed by the President. Only a congressional law approved by both the House and Senate and then signed by the president can eliminate the Helms-Burton provisions, including the embargo. There are certain things the president can does can do with executive orders, as we've seen, but as we know, Obama tends to stretch them. But perhaps Raul Castro should do a little bit more research. Now, I know in his country he can do whatever he wants because they're brutal thug dictators. That's not how it works here in the United States. At least, that's now it's not how it's supposed to work in the United States. We propose to the government of the United States that it adopt mutual steps to improve the bilateral atmosphere and work towards normalizing relations between our two countries based on the principles of international law 
and the United Nations Charter. Well, as I just said, clearly Raul Castro needs to research American law a little bit better. Now, he goes on to talk about cooperation of the United Nations in human rights, and this is where it started to get extremely laughable for me. Castro, or Castro, Raul or Fidel talking about human rights, if that's not calling the kettle black, I don't know what is. Cuba reiterates its willingness to maintain cooperation in multilateral entities such as the United Nations, while acknowledging our profound differences, mainly in areas relating to national sovereignty, democracy, human rights, and foreign policy, I reassert our willingness to dialogue on all of these issues. Oh, Raul, we do have fundamental differences on the subject of democracy and human rights. You don't believe in democracy. You believe in dictatorship. You don't believe in human rights. We do believe in human rights. We have a great difference. And this president just kowtowed right to you at the most inopportune time. We do, Raul. We have fundamental differences. You are right, my friend. No, I don't want to call him my friend. My son of a bitch. That's exactly what he is. As you can tell, lieutenants, I despise the Castros. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why it hits so close to home. Obviously, I know many of the manufacturers that came from Cuba who told me that in the late 50s, 58, 59, 60, they had to leave their country. Everything was taken from them. Cigar mother. My mother had to leave her native Egypt in late 1959 when Abdel Nasser came to power. When Nasser came to power, she too had to flee. So I can relate. I can relate to having people being persecuted. I can relate to people having lost everything that they, they owned, their possessions, the, the things they spent their lives building up. I can relate to that. So I don't take that very lightly. I don't just look at it like Obama and say, what the hell? Hasn't worked for the last 50 years. Hey, Obama, you know what? Hey, slavery was great back in the day, right? It was before I was born. Let's do it again. We never say that. But that's exactly the analogy Obama wants to use. And what he wants to do is discount all those people, all those Cubans that were kicked out of the country, that left with nothing but the clothes on their backs, maybe a couple of bucks, their businesses, their livelihoods, all gone. Gone. Because they unilaterally decided that they're going to take it for the state, meaning the Castros. How wealthy are the Castros? Worth billions how do you think they became billionaires? I'll save that for a topic of another show. Well, let me just wrap it up here before, because uh, I do want to get to litation in this ceremony. Last, towards the end, this is exactly what he has to say, ask the United States. I call upon the government of the United States to remove the obstacles hindering or restricting ties between our people families, and citizens of both countries, particularly those restrictions related to traveling, direct postal service, and telecommunications. The progress that has been made in our exchanges shows 
that it is possible to find solutions to many challenges. Well, I ask you, Raul and Fidel, to remove the obstacles towards free elections in your country, to remove the obstacles of political oppression against those that disagree with you, to remove the obstacles of freedom of press and freedom of speech. You remove those obstacles, maybe, just maybe, we'll start opening up diplomatic relations. But until then, go screw yourselves. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for alpha males? The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the gift that keeps on giving. For $22.99 a month, you get three premium cigars shipped directly to a fellow alpha male each month. Joining is easy. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Sleigh bells are ringing. Are you listening? In the lane, the snow is glistening. The beautiful sight where 
The great Dean Martin, lieutenants, let me tell you what will change in terms of relations with the U.S.-Cuba agreement. First of all, diplomatically, the U.S. will open an embassy in Havana for the first time since President Kennedy severed relations in 1961. Since 77, the American interest section has operated in conjunction with the Swiss on a prime piece of real estate on Havana's oceanfront. However, the U.S. Senate which will be controlled by Republicans beginning January 1, would have to approve any ambassador to the island. Uh, in terms of travel restriction, restrictions, it'll still be illegal for Americans to travel to Cuba strictly for tourism. However, there are numerous categories, including family visits, government business, journalism, professional research and meetings, educational activities, religious activities, support for the Cuban people, humanitarian projects, private foundation work and research, import-export work, art and athletic performances, clinics and workshops, and other export transactions that will allow travel between the countries. Credit cards, first time. Credit cards issued by U.S. banks, credit and debit cards will work in Cuba. In terms of remittances, Americans will now be able to send $2,000 per quarter up from 500 to people in Cuba. No longer do you need a license to send that to people in Cuba. In terms of cigars and Cuban rum, Americans traveling to Cuba will be allowed to bring back $400 of Cuban goods, including up to a maximum of $100 of alcohol or tobacco. So you could bring back either $100 of cigars or $100 of uh, $50 of Cuban cigars, $50 of Cuban rum. You still are not legally allowed to bring in cigars from any other country. And by the way, as an American, it is technically illegal for you to even purchase cigars anywhere in the world, even if they are legal. Many people don't realize that the Office of Ford Asset Control, a foreign asset control, has that law. People think, well, I'm in a country that allows them, but as an American, by law, you are legally not allowed to do so. And the Internet, new rules allowing U.S. companies to export telecommunications equipment to build a broader Internet structure. And the U.S. officials said, of course, being totally duped, saying the Cuban government agreed to allow its citizens better access to the web. Well, what the hell does that mean? We'll let you go on once a year for 30 seconds? I think it's totally, uh, absolutely nonsense. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. And uh, I'll get to a story a little bit later. Let me bring on Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit and uh, Voice Talent Ed down from the uh, Voice Talent Ed studios. Gentlemen, you heard my thoughts on Cuba. Clearly, I am, I'm not playing it down the middle. I think Obama capitulated at exactly the wrong time when Venezuela's about to collapse, Russia's in a, a world of deep hurt because of the collapsing oil prices, and what does Obama do at the wrong time? Says, let's extend an olive branch to Cuba. Right when the Castros are about to fall. You, Couldn't you agree with you no more, doubt. General. Colonel Lance, no go ahead. doubt where you stand, General. Yep, no question yeah. about that. And, you know, General, one of the things that I remember uh, most of one, of one of our trips down to Miami was sitting in uh, the office with Ernesto Perez Carrillo and him showing us a picture of him getting off the plane in the United States in exile as a child. You know, and he talked about how they, they just took over his uh, tobacco fields and how his father was out of business and they had, they had to flee and come to the United States. And I agree with you. It's absolutely the wrong time. Let him go down the toilet, and and then, then we can talk to him. I agree. And, uh, you know, to me, we have them right where we want them. We waited 52 years. It's like you're drilling an oil well. You've drilled for seven years, and you're about 10 feet away, and then you say, you know what, pull the rig, forget it. 
when all you got to do is just drill just for a few more minutes and you hit oil. We are right at that time and we blew it. Again, the president with the worst negotiating skills in history. And one thing, Mr. President, this country never, ever colonized Cuba. In the Spanish-American War, we fought for the freedom of Cuba. Maybe you should look at a history book and read it, because clearly you're uninformed and you are unintelligent on the topic. That's why I'm a five-star, sir, and that's why you are the worst president in American history. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I spent most of the first hour talking about Obama's decision to establish diplomatic relations with Cuba at exactly the wrong time. Now, most everybody agrees, some may disagree. But you know what? As opposed to the Castros, and even as opposed to Obama, who gets a little testy when you disagree, if you disagree with me, I'm not going to put you in a political prison. I'm not going to torture you. I'm going to welcome you to debate me because I believe that I have the facts that will win. And when you have truth on your side, defeat is not a realistic option. So if you care to debate me, agree with me, disagree with me, makes no difference to me. 877-DAVE-007. 877-328-3007. I'm enjoying some... Ripping right now on Twitter as we speak. Beautiful. Love this. We've got a gentleman. Cool Mike is what he's known as. Big talker on Twitter. And I said, okay, big boy, come on and call me right now. And his response, oh, how about next week? Some of us have to work for a living. I'm about it. Well, I'm working for a living right now. I do work for a living. But you know what? You had time to do six, seven tweets I'll get you right on. Miss Kate, if this gentleman Cool Mike calls, you give him priority. Interrupt anything I'm doing. Let's see if this gentleman has the nads to come up and debate me. I'll give you the answer to that right now. Probably not. The chances are slim to none. You want to disagree with me? I have no problem with it. But I do have a problem when people want to hide behind Facebook or Twitter and don't want to come on and have a good old-fashioned voice conversation. Maybe that's him calling right now at 877-DAVE-007. Lines just started jamming up, Ms. Kate. If it's him, put the son of a bitch on. I'll be happy to debate him, and I'll be happy to read everything he said on Twitter. Because, lieutenants, I profoundly believe in everything I said about Cuba. I believe that the Cuban people have been mistreated have been tortured, have been brutalized. Their lives have been absolutely misery for the last 53, 54 years. We have an opportunity as the sole country, the country that gave Cuba its freedom in the late 1800s, to do the same again in the 21st century. 
Now let me bring on one more time Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations, and then we'll get to voice talent Ed. Colonel Ange, first of all, what cigar have you lit up and what libation? What do you have going right now as we conduct broadcast maneuvers? Uh, General, I have a La Arroba de Cuba. I have the Robusto, which is uh, five and a half by 54. And that's a terrific cigar, and it goes well with my uh, Bloody Mary made with uh, beef eater gin. With gin? Mick the Brit would be oh, ever yes, so General. Oh, Mick, Mick the Brit would be ever so proud. He fuels up on a regular basis with beef eater, as he would say, beef eater gin, General. Yes, yes. In fact, uh, we had a little FaceTime yesterday, uh, did uh, Mick and I, and he was traveling in his cab across the uh, River Thames, and uh, I got to uh, view out the window as, uh, as, as he drove his car, and uh, oh, that's I was beautiful. waiting for the crash. That's beautiful. Yeah. He's Skyping while driving. Forget texting while driving. He's Skyping while driving. Beautiful. Yeah, he's beautiful. He's makes beautiful. me want to get I right in with cars. Makes me want to get right in with uh, Mick the Brit and uh, Voice Talent Ed. What are you enjoying down at the the Voice Track Studio? Well, I'm right now. I'm enjoying the fact that I'm not cool, Mike. You're going to put that guy on ice. <laughs> well, if he has am, if he has uh, the nads to show up, you know they're big talkers, <laughs> but they don't have the nads yes. to show up when it really counts. Yeah, I hear you. I have a Rocky Patel Edge Maduro, uh, and Colleen, the uh, Portuguese princess, she is uh, smoking the same thing. And my libation is uh, one of my favorites, and you might turn up your nose at it, but I like it. It's clamato and vodka. Well, yeah, clamato and vodka. Yeah. Clamato and vodka. Yes, and, and Colleen, what do you have? Little Cabernet. Oh, little Cabernet, yes. Now, did you sprinkle a little of that Cabernet in that special dessert recipe we're going to talk about in a bit? Oh, it, go, it pairs well with it, I'll tell you. Everything pairs well with chocolate and with meat. There's nothing that doesn't. <laughs> so you got the two essential food groups, the, uh, the sugar and the meat. So we'll get that in just a that moment. Is- well, Colonel Ange is lit up. Voice Talent Ed and the Puff Muffin, or correction, Portuguese Princess has lit up. There's only one person that has not lit up yet so far in this entire hour and 11 minutes we've been conducting broadcast pleasure maneuvers, and that is your true, yours truly, so without any further delay. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I'm pleased to tell you that I'm going to be smoking a cigar that is just being released. You'll start seeing it in the next couple of weeks on your retailer shelves. You're hearing about it first right here on the Cigar Dave Show, a CD exclusive, five-star exclusive. It is the new Vega Fina Nicaragua, made down... At Tabacalera de Garcia down in La Romana, Republica Dominicana. Same factory that makes the Ache Upman, the Monte Cristo, the Romeo y Julieta. They make the Vega Fina. Now, the Vega Fina Samum, love that stick. But they have now come out with the Vega Fina Nicaragua. Beautiful packaging, nice orange box, the Vega Fina in silver Nicaragua in brown script. Very elegant. And it comes in three different sizes. Before I tell you the sizes, let me tell you about. The Cigar Tobacos. The wrapper is a Nicaraguan Habana 2000 from Jalapa. The binder is Nicaraguan Seco from Jalapa. And the filler uses a three-varietal blend. Nicaraguan Lajero from Jalapa. That's the strongest part of the, of the leaf. 
Then we have Nicaraguan Viso from Esteli and the Nicaraguan Seco from Jalapa. Pure Nicaraguan essence, medium to full flavored. I've sampled one last week when I received this. Janelle Rosenfeld from Altadis USA sent me the box with a note saying, General, you are the first in the country to have this. Let me know what you think. Very impressive. Comes in three sizes. Aerobusto, five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. And we talk about ring gauge, we express it in terms of 64ths of an inch in diameter. So if we said a cigar had a 64 ring gauge, it would be an inch in diameter, 64 64ths of an inch. This is 50 64ths of an inch, so it's just under an inch. So uh, 5 by 50. It comes in a Grand Toro, 6 inches in length with a 52 ring gauge. And Janelle knows that I love Coronas. Great Sunday morning cigar for me. 5 and 3 quarter inch in length by 42 Corona, which is what I will enjoy today. Now here is what's unbelievable about these cigars. You're looking in the $5 to $6 range suggested retail. Vega Fina Nicaragua, medium to full flavored Nicaraguan Puro, I mean all Nicaraguan wrapper filler binder, five to six dollars. Value price cigar, you will start seeing it on your retailer shelves in the next few weeks. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus. All right, I've got this special Cigar Dave torch. It's one gigantic flame from the Cigar Dave R&D laboratories, and we put a little variety on here where it allows me to actually change the width of the flame. So now I've got it very narrow, and I'm going to widen it up. Listen to that. Beautiful. Again, right from the CD R&D labs. Don't know if we'll ever come out with it. It's got a real nice feel to it. I'll tell you, it's just got a nice metallic feel, big tank, sturdy in my hand. Definitely for alphas. You know what would be great? Taking this lightation device, sticking it at one of the Castro's behinds, and going three, two, one, lightation. That would be beautiful. Just blow those two sons of bitches up just the way the great General George S. Patton would have done in WW2. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I will now toast the foot of this cigar. Here comes the flame. Oh, I could just envision. You know what? If I were to go, people ask me all the time, General, every year you're invited to the big Habanos Festival in Cuba. How come you don't go? Because I have absolutely no interest, zero interest in shaking the hands of a commie, pinko, bastard, son-of-a-bitch, ruthless dictator, either Raul or Fidel Castro. In fact, chances are if I went, I would want to assassinate them. And I would be really a hero in the Cuban country. There's no question about it. Of course, we'd have people say, oh, how could you assassinate them? They're leaders, please. They're evil, they're enemies, they're thugs. They're What do they do to their own people? They deserve to be assassinated. That's the harsh reality, lieutenants. If you want to listen to a Cabbage Patch Picnic show, go somewhere else. You want to hear a five-star alpha with giant nads that tells it like it is, that doesn't sugarcoat it, that's not politically correct, you have come to the right place. Let me finish toasting this cigar. I'll puff and rotate. Mm. Great draw. Great taste. Wow. Mm. Doesn't take long for this Corona to get lit with a 42 ring gauge. Delicious. Delicious taste on the palate. 
Very, very nice. Medium to full, but very balanced, very smooth. And this is for the fifth night of the Festival of Litation and Libations. We put a little twist on Hanukkah, which is the Festival of Lights, which began Tuesday evening. Our twist on it here at the Cigar Dave Show is the Festival of Litation and Libations. So that is our night number five selection, the Vega Fina Nicaragua, and my libation selection, Scotch, Bourbon, and Beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I'm pulling out some Crown Royale Reserve. Beautiful. Very, very nice. 750 milliliter bottle. Deep aromas of honey, sherry, some some dried fruit, very warm, long finish. Little bit different flavor complexion than the regular Crown Royale. The Crown Royale Reserve is good, but I'll tell you, the Crown Royale Monarch 75 still my favorite. Crown Royale Maple, don't even go near it. It's like drinking Log Cabin or N. Jemima pancake syrup straight out of the bottle. Worst libationary concoction ever created. Crown Royale missed the boat on that one. Not even close. But I'm going to pour the Crown Royale Reserve. Take a little sip of this. I'll swirl it around. Ah, wonderful. This is a perfect accompaniment to my Vega Fina Nicaragua. Just the right amount of balance, I will say. Cheers. And here's hoping to a fantastic, happy, healthy holiday season. Wonderful 2015. And to the elimination and eradication of the two commie pinko bastards that run Cuba known as the Castros. We can all drink to that, and I will. By the way, the day the Castros are officially gone, major league party that will be thrown here by the Cigar Dave Show with great cigars, great libations, and all I can hope is that their demise is slow, extremely painful, and very brutal and horrible. That is exactly my wish for them, for what they have done to their people for the last 53 years. And I know there's some people saying, General, you shouldn't say that. That's so mean. I'm sorry. But the reality is these are bad people. And these are bad dictators. They deserve neither sympathy. They deserve neither respect. They deserve nothing but a horrible end and demise. It's that simple. And we as the United States, if I'm sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, I'm going to do all I can to make sure that we liberate the Cuban people. They deserve that. They do not deserve to have a brutal communist dictatorship propped up at the moment where they're about to collapse and crumble. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Lieutenants, when we come back, we'll hit the phones at 877-DAVE-007. And then I do want to get into what's going on with South, or correction, North Korea, with the Sony cyber terror. This is just an absolute outrage. I want to talk about that movie. I want to talk about the movie theater's response, Sony's response, and then one of the the uh, chair, uh, the co-chairman of Sony going to see Al Sharpton. Are you kidding me? Please talk about another terrorist, Al Sharpton, extortionist in and divider in chief. Lieutenants, I'm on a roll today. I thought this was going to be a relaxed holiday show. Talk about some cigars, libations, few things I want to get to. No such luck, lieutenants. There is no rest for the wicked here on the Cigar Dave Show. The General does more than just radio. He's got video now, too. See The General in action by subscribing at YouTube.com slash Cigar Dave. 
the sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with AJ Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. This is Lieutenant Gary and his Mrs. Harem of One with holiday greetings from Western New York's most exclusive cigar bar and lounge located in the very snowy West New York Theater of Operations. We'd like to wish you and your family very long ashes and a very happy holiday season. That, of course, being the most exclusive pub, the Gary O'Brien's pub. I know the classified location. But the NSA doesn't, nor does the CIA, and I will never tell. I will never reveal let us go to uh, Matt up in Nashville. You are front and center with the general. I welcome you. Long answer, general. Back at you. Wanted to, uh, of course, you know, ten, uh, tense, 
fifth day of Hanukkah. Wish you a happy Hanukkah. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, with everything else going on, it's almost a bad time to bring up a little bit of politics as well as far as our beautiful Congress. Wanted to get your thoughts of uh, that little loser out of uh, Oklahoma voting against the uh, veterans' suicide prevention bill. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. Uh, yeah, uh, and he's retiring. He's done in, uh, I'm trying to think, I think in a couple of weeks. So I, I week, yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't quite understand that whole thing. Uh, Tom Coburn, he's a physician, actually. I think he's an orthopedic surgeon, if I'm not mistaken. I, I didn't quite understand that whole diatribe, and he kind of went on and on. Didn't quite get that. You know, for me, it was, it was very confusing. The, you know, his whole speech, but uh, he had no problem voting for Afghanistan, voting for Iraq, but has a, a problem voting for. 22 veterans committing suicide every day. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I didn't research that enough. I know he's going to be on 60 Minutes on Sunday, so I'm sure that will be that will be uh, uh, brought up. Uh, and actually, he's been a very good government spending watchdog, and uh, by all accounts, a good physician. So I don't quite understand what uh, took place because I got so wrapped up in what happened with Cuba. I just, I really did not see a lot. Uh, I saw it briefly on a number of news shows, and I didn't have the chance to read in depth, but I certainly will follow up on that. But certainly our veterans, uh, look, with what's happened with the Veterans Administration, we got to get that cleaned up. And as I said, a simple solution, give every veteran a health card and say, this card is good any any hospital anywhere in the country. You want to go to the Cleveland Clinic? You want to go to to Tampa General Hospital? You want to go to uh, the Phoenix Veterans uh, Hospital? Go wherever you want. Your care is number one. That's that's how we well, solve that problem. Very simple. About uh, nationwide, general, but I know at least here in Tennessee, I I, I did get my card uh, probably about two three weeks ago. Excellent. So you can go anywhere you want. Yes, sir. If if the if the wait time is too long at the local VA, we can. Yes. And what's and what's then, the definition of a long wait time? Two weeks, two months, uh, any, anything beyond two weeks. Yes, sir. Okay. Good. Good. Well, that's a step in the right direction, and let's hope that that uh, continues. Matt, here's what I'd like to do for you. How about I send you out some of these new Vega Fina Nicaraguas that I'm smoking for the very first time nationwide today. I want you to have some of these, and I wish you all my best for a happy holiday season. Lieutenants, we'll continue around the corner, 877-DAVE-007. People say, General, I'm getting all these emails and tweets. You sound fired up today. I am fired up. When I believe in a cause, when I'm passionate about a, a specific topic, yes, I do get fired up, as you would expect, to give it and leave it all 100% on the battlefield. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Prohibition from Rocky Patel, designed to protest the enemies of pleasure trying to take away our rights to smoke a cigar. They use a Nicaraguan binder and filler wrapped in either a Mexican San Andreas leaf or a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. 
And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. It's the most wonderful time of the show When the general is gripping a stick for a clipping And that's when you know It's the most wonderful time of the show Frankie Sumatra, the Cigar Dave Singer It's the happiest segment of all with cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call, it's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation. It's cigar litation. It's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra, the Cigar Dave Singers here as we enjoy the holiday season, Hanukkah, Christmas. Christmas, New Year's, festive time of the year. And I remind you that on next week's show, Saturday, December 27th, it will be our annual New Year's champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers show. Everything you need to know about selecting the bubbly. So that is next Saturday. And then the first show of the new year, we have a show that we never aired. From the IPCPR convention, the Cigar Retailers Convention, back last July. We will air that. Well, we aired it on TV. We did not air it on radio. We will do that the first Saturday of January. But next week, champagne, sparkling wine, tasting maneuvers right here on the Cigar Dave Show. Now, in just a few moments, we will go to the Portuguese princess. Over along with voice talent Ed, she's got a special delicacy dessert recipe for us. But in the meantime, let's say hello to Bryce, front and center, joining us from the Cigar City area. Welcome. Hey, Long Island. Great back, to see you, back, back at you. Hey, so um, first off, uh, I saw the tweet on online from that cool Mike guy, and I, I honestly don't think that that Nablus guy will come on the air and debate with you, because in the words of Rick Flair, in order to beat the man, beat the man, you got to beat the man. And you were on fire today, one of the best shows I've heard. 
a long, long time. Not that they're not all great. Well, we try to make them all five-star award-winning shows, Bryce. But, you know, this is something where I have tremendous passion about because, again, it, it hits me personally through Cigar Mother, who had to flee a country because of persecution. And same thing with the the people that are good friends of mine, whether it's Ernest Perez Carrillo, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, or the Toranos, or Perdomo, right. or it is uh, the Padrones, any of them I can re- absolutely relate to. And I... I, I to me, I'm extremely passionate about any country that mistreats its people, that brutalizes its people. We as the United States are the one country that can stand up in the world, and we've seen this time after time, where we normally have a president with big nads that says, this isn't going to oh, stand. Yeah. We don't have that anymore, and that's one of the reasons why North Korea launched that cyber attack on Sony because they know they can get away with it. And even though Obama said yesterday at his news conference that there will be a reprisal, there will be, there will be, there will be hell to pay, not exactly his words, what's he going to do? He's going to roll over yeah, he, like he does all the time and do nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, all week long I've heard, you know, uh, you know, listen to shit locally, and, and he's had, like, you know, a lot of these, like, Cuban-Americans on. I mean, even some Democrats that are saying, you know, we, you can't do this with with Cuba. This has a dangerous precedence to be able to do this with Cuba with these with these monsters that are in uh, in charge there. Well, let me and tell you, there are a number of people. Yeah, there are a number of people here in Tampa. There's a good friend of mine, Al Fox, who is a big proponent. And I've, Al's a great friend, big cigar connoisseur, but he's been proponent. And we've had many debates over talking about how that there should be trade between the United States and Cuba, that we trade with China, and, and look at the Saudis. They mistreat their people. And I said, that doesn't make it right for us to do that with Cuba. And let's make right. I'm going to make this very clear. The reason why so many people that do are in that camp that they want to trade with Cuba has nothing to do with the Cuban people. It's lining their pockets. And to me, yep. you must take a stand. There's a certain point at which we say, let's have enough judgment to overlook the short-term sacrifice, the short-term uh, 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 of gain of a dollar, and look at long-term what it means to these people. And uh, right, exactly. the only reason these companies are jumping up and down and saying, oh, we should do it, it'll be great to help the people, baloney. They're doing it for one reason, because they want to get dollars in their pockets. Well, that's all good and fine. I'm the biggest capitalist you'll ever meet. But I also have the sensibility to know when we should say, now is not the time to do business with these people. There's something far more important, a far bigger value and principle than trying to line your pocket for the short term. This country doesn't have enough money. These businesses in this country aren't doing well. Archer Daniel, uh, Archer Daniel Midland needs more money. What, another $200 million from Cuba is going to do what to them? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, exactly. And, and, and it's exactly. the same thing with, and I'm going to get to this a little bit later if I have time, talking about the Sony deal, because I felt that these theaters... They capitulated, and that uh, they made a mistake. They should have stand, stood up for a principle. But I, I don't want to get uh, – because we're so tight and our lines are jammed, right. I don't want to get uh, distracted on that. But, Bryce, I, I agree on that. certainly I agree appreciate on that. As that. Well, and, you know, it's crazy. One of the guys I work with, I was talking like, you know, you can't do this with Cuba with these guys that are in power there. He's like, well, we're friends with Israel. He's trying to compare our relationship Excuse- with Israel to Cuba. Wait, wait. I'm Excuse like, me. Wait, wait. Israel? You, you are oh, oh, so misguided. Wait a minute. Israel, the only democracy in the Middle East – a country yeah, yeah, that Obama, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to compare Israel because how they oppress the Palestinians 
to how the Cubans oppress their people. Yeah, yeah that, that's a warped Israel. argument, the um, Palestinians. My friend, my right. friend, we need to have a discussion sometime yeah, after. These people, know, remember, you're dealing with people that are incredibly illiterate on history. They are incredibly misguided. They are. They have no basis of any fact of what really happens, except for what they hear from third and fourth uh, world sources. And for anybody exactly. to compare Israel to Cuba, a country that's a democracy, a country that, by the way, if Arabs are are, and, and we've seen this, doctors, Israeli doctors treat Arabs all the time. They don't say, "Whoops, sorry, we don't treat you because you're Arab." This is nonsense. Right. It is a high tech country, and to compare that to Cuba. Or, or China or any other country is absolutely blatantly absurd. They know nothing. It is. It is. So, Bryce, I, I listen, I, I'm very passionate about it, and I believe that we had them right where we want them. Look at the events. Obama could have said, you know what, we've been talking to him a year and a half. You know what? Let's wait another two, three months. Let's slow play yeah. this. Let's, like, let's slow play our hand at the poker table here, because if Venezuela falls, which it will, Russia's in a deep world of hurt with $56 a barrel oil, all the stars are aligning for us. And that's when you pounce, right when you've got them where you want them, and you grab them by the nuts, you squeeze them, and you pull them off and rip them off as hard as you can, just the way General George S. Patton did to the Nazis in World War II. Apparently, we've got a president that, no, not apparently, we do have a president that doesn't understand that. And he showed his doesn't ignorance, understand doesn't understand he is it. definitely, by far, the worst negotiator Ever worse than Jimmy Carter, and Jimmy Carter was was at the bottom of the barrel. Let me tell you, I love you know? I love to negotiate against pansy asses like him, because you know oh, what? Yeah. It's such sport for me that it's almost like you know just just you're just going to take a target like skeet shooting, but you're going to shoot all around them, and then you just nail them, and they have no idea what hit them. Kind of like when you debate someone that can't stand up to you, that doesn't have the facts. It's almost pleasurable sport. Same thing. It is. Bryce, here's what I want to do for you. I want to send you out the uh, December Officers Club selection of Rocky Patel Prohibitions. If you're a member of our Officers Club, they're coming your way uh, Monday. They're being mailed. Let's say hello to uh, Bob, front and center. Welcome. Hello, General. Long ashes to you, and uh, I want to wish you a happy Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, I Thank you for the cigars you sent me several weeks ago. I've shared them with friends, and... Uh, uh, I'm a non-smoker other than the, an occasional uh, mild sweet cigar, and uh, I just uh, have enjoyed them uh, with a libation with friends, and I've talked to other non-smoker friends, and uh, uh, they enjoy listening to your show. So uh, thank you for everything you do, and I agree with you 100% uh, regarding Cuba. Uh, if you were to run for president, I know I would vote for you. So thank you for everything you do. Bob, never say never. I appreciate that, Bob, and happy holiday wishes to you, my friend. I'm glad you enjoy the cigars we sent out to you. Let's say hello to uh, Bill up in Hotlanta listening on the great 640 WGST, which stands for Where Great Sticks Tantalize. You're up, Bill. Okay, hello. Long ashes to you. Back at you. All right. Uh, Listen, if you want to understand why Obama does what he does, it's you got to understand that his parents were communists, Everyone he surrounds himself with are communists in the White House, and he's a Muslim. He grew up, when he grew up in Jakarta, he was raised as a Muslim. He went to a Muslim school. He said the Shahada every day in school, and that makes him a Muslim for life. Now, the mainstream media would come after me saying, 
Now, wait a minute, General. You didn't disagree with with Bill from Atlanta saying he's a Muslim. I believe he is a closet Muslim. I believe he has Muslim leanings. That's why I think if you take a look, he's the most anti-Israel president we've ever had. He has yep. certainly gone out of his way to kowtow, to, not to call certain Muslims terrorists. It's workplace violence. His yep. first tour, the first stop he made was to Egypt to go speak to the Muslim world. I don't think there's any question. Of course, you have the Bill Matthews and 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 all these other clowns, these libs that say, oh, jump, you didn't, he's not a Muslim, he's, he's Christian. Okay, well, maybe he is, but you know what? He still is a closet Muslim, and I believe that, and I'm not going to shy away from that, and I believe that the facts will bear that out, and I believe they already have. And if somebody from the lamestream media wants to come after me, go ahead. Now, that is nothing, I have no problem if somebody, president says, or somebody says, I'm a Muslim. I don't have a problem with that. You have the right to be Jewish. You have the right to be Muslim, to be Methodist, Catholic, Protestant, atheist. I respect everybody's religions. However, what I do not respect is when a certain religion, and I don't care what the religion is, uses an extreme view of that religion to advocate death and violence and terrorism and extremism. That I will not tolerate. And if it is a Muslim extremist, if it is any other religious extremist, I will call them out. But let's face it, I haven't seen too many uh, Protestants, Methodists, or Jews blowing up buildings and blowing up planes uh, since 9-11 or there uh, before. It was uh, one specific group. Let's call it what it is. Oh, and by the way, CARE. Muslim, what is it, uh, Council on American-Islamic Relations? You want to come and debate me? We know you're a terrorist organization, too. So you can come on and debate. Microphone position number two is more than welcome to have one of your representatives come and take me on. But you won't do that because you only threaten people. You'll never debate them. And I'm not going to uh, fall to that either. You can see, Bill, I'm very fired up over this whole thing. And I'll tell you what it is. I think this is a culmination of the last six years of America being led into a position of absolute nadless, betaless, rudderless weakness. And we as alpha males have woken up saying, enough of this nonsense. We're looked down in the world because we're weak. We bow and we kowtow and bow to every other foreign leader. We look weak. Why do you think Putin and North Korea and, and every other country now is toying with us? Because they can, because they know Obama's weak and Obama's delusional saying, well, Everybody's going to like me, and I'm going to be a transformational president, and I'm going to restore American greatness and respect around the world. He's done neither of any of those aforementioned items. In fact, Putin never pulled this nonsense with George W. Bush, did he? No. Never. This is, uh, and all of them know they got two years to do what they want to do. Well, Bill, the good news is the American voters spoke. Early yeah. November on election night, even though Obama doesn't choose to uh, to uh, to acknowledge that, that's the absolute truth, and I cannot wait for the Republicans to control the House and Senate. Not that I believe in everything the Republicans are doing, because I'm not happy about that uh, budget, that uh, that continuing resolution that they passed. But that's a topic for another day. Bill, here's what I'm going to do for you. I would like to send you out some of the Perla Del Mars from J.C. Newman, beautiful Nicaraguan mild to medium cigar. Enjoy those on New Year's. Okay. Bill, Appreciate we... your show. 
Love what you do. Thank you, sir. Lieutenants, you can tell I'm fired up. I may have to do a live. We may have to do a, a post-show here, a special Cigar Dave podcast, because I got so much more to get to. I think we're going to do that. Lieutenants, when we come back, we'll be joined by the Portuguese Princess, a special dessert delicacy recipe. We'll also check in with Voice Talent Ed and Colonel Ange in the Pooch Pit as the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for alpha males? The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the gift that keeps on giving. For $22.99 a month, you get three premium cigars shipped directly to a fellow alpha male each month. Joining is easy. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. This is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth, it will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. La nuca linda está aquí Ocho candelas para mí La nuca linda está aquí Ocho candelas para mí Hi, this is Chief Brigadier General in charge of harem procurement and production, Flounder Corona, wishing you and your family a long ashes holiday and a smoking new year. 
That's not his title. That's Love and Miss Kate's title. He wants the title because he wants to do all the interviews, especially on the casting couch. Nice job there, Flounder. Very impressive. All right, final segment here, lieutenants. Let's bring back uh, Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit Theater of Operations in Western New York. Colonel Ange, I know we've gotten a little bit uh, ahead of ourselves here. We've gotten a little bit worked up, but you sound very relaxed up in the Pooch Pit. It, General, it's the uh, temperatures rebounding now. It's almost 36 degrees. It's it's bloody balmy around here. Uh, you're in shorts now. I hope you have, I hope you've taken off the the long johns. Everything else, it's very balmy. Yeah, they'll probably open up the nude beaches on Lake Erie this afternoon. That's a very scary thought, Colonel Ange. I've seen some of yes, the women this time of year. They're too pasty white for anything nude. Yes, General. At least that. All right, let's go down to uh, voice talent Ed and the lovely Portuguese princess Colleen. Portuguese princess, yes. you have a special dessert delicacy that you would like to share the recipe with to all of our lieutenants, and it involves two important food groups, sugar and meat. Uh, it is true, General. Chipotle bacon fudge. Chipotle bacon fudge. I'm looking at a picture right now that you sent me that we have tweeted. Oh, my God, this looks good. Mm. Give us the <laughs> recipe. How do you make it? Half a pound of bacon. Dredge it in a little brown sugar and then bake that off at 350 until it's done. Just done. You know, not too crispy, not underdone. Then you want to take a package of bittersweet chocolate chips, a can of sweetened condensed milk and two tablespoons of butter, half a teaspoon of ground chipotle, and just melt that down. Once the bacon's done, chop it up, add it into the melted chocolate. Just let it chill. Mm. That's it. It's done. All right, voice talent, Ed, you've bit into one. Who the hell thought about putting bacon with chocolate? It's brilliant. It is brilliant. Anything, any meat (laughs) with chocolate is brilliant. So, voice talent, Ed, you just took a bite. You told me during the break. Tell me what it tasted like. Uh, Ambrosia. I mean, there's nothing better. I'm not even a big uh, sweet uh, fan, but uh, this stuff is just off the chart. Chipotle gives it a nice little kick. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, it really does. You wouldn't you you wouldn't think of putting those ingredients together probably, but uh, but wow, do they complement one another? Uh, Colleen, what time will you be arriving at the Pleasure Palace to be delivering my Chipotle <laughs> bacon fudge delivery? Promptly at nine a.m., General. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. Well, I, 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 I think I think let's see. We get off two o'clock <laughs> Eastern time. I think you can make it here by three p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> There you go. All right, now I'll start the car. Two things here, real quickly, lieutenants. I want to just let you know that we're going to do a special live podcast bonus edition of the Cigar Dave Show right following today's show. Now it's one fifty-five Eastern time on Saturday. If you're listening to us live now on any of our nationwide affiliates, if you are listening to us on the Cigar Dave mobile app, or you are listening to us online at cigardave.com, stay right on the app or cigardave.com, and we will start exactly. At 2.06 p.m. with our special bonus podcast. And you can call in at 877-DAVE-007. And if you're on hold right now, stay on hold. I will get to you on the special bonus edition podcast because we did run uh, a little short on time with so many things going on. A couple of things I do want to mention. Just saw the story that uh, producer Eric handed to me that on Wednesday evening at the White House, the Obamas hosted a Hanukkah celebration. And let's just kill those microphones, Brian, if you would be so kind. Thank you, those two feeds. And the one of the guests at the Hanukkah reception handed a Cuban cigar to Obama. The gentleman's name is John Bersner, who clearly is a Lib Dem. He's from Hollywood. He's, I think, a producer. I did an online search, and his name came up. 
He said, quote, I had the unique distinction of gifting the president of the United States with one of Cuba's finest cigars, a Monte Cristo series at the White House after a ceremony in which a menorah was lit, said John Bersner. He said he was preparing to leave his Colorado home Tuesday for the annual White House Hanukkah party. He selected one cigar from the box to bring with him. He said, Mr. President, a Cuban cigar for you, as the president walked by. Obama replied, oh, nice. He lifted the cigar up from the crowd. The finest, Bersner said, as Obama raised the cigar to his nose to sniff. The president approved, telling Bersner, Bersner, pretty good. How the hell would Obama know by smelling a cigar that it's pretty good? You have to light it. Obama is an expert at Marlboro's, not at Monte Cristo's. But by the way, it is illegal for this uh, gentleman to have that Cuban cigar. And as the president, he should have looked and said, not legal for me to have this. Thanks, but no thanks. Guy sniffs it. I love it when a guy sniffs it. Like, what's it going to do? He's going to tell you whether it's a good cigar? And again, here's a guy, absolute dem... How come I wasn't invited to the White House? Why? I didn't contribute to the president, but I'm a great American citizen. I should have been invited for the Hanukkah celebration. I guess not. Oh, well, I'll live. Don't forget, lieutenants, special podcast coming up. Oh, and Cool Mike on Twitter says... I'll call in next week to defend the end to the Cuban embargo, which I honestly cannot believe I have to. Why wait to next week, Cool Mike? Didn't you have the balls to call this week? Answer, no, you did not. Good luck with that. Call us. We'll wait your call. I will pound you into submission. Cannot wait. Cigar Day the General saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas to all and to all a good light. And to the Castros, may you meet your brutal, very, very, very brutal misery end right away.